Okay, hello everybody and welcome to what episode is this? Five? Five. Five of the Well, it's it's episode six. Well, it's episode five of albums, but episode six overall, because okay. we have a Grammy special. Yeah, you can check all the ones that previously. Um of the album Afterlife with your hosts. My name is Georges. My name's Noreen. And we are your hosts, so get in for a rough ride. Um oh. <laughs> sorry. No, okay. Um realistically. Um we host this podcast it's called the album afterlife where we review albums every month every month we pick a new album to review and this month it was my turn to discuss an album to pick an album and i was debating i was like what should i do i need to go for an album that like we haven't done before covered a genre that we haven't really done before and i thought let's go for an artist who i haven't really like listened to at all um and i thought and i saw this album and i was like you know what this album is everyone talks about it it's critically acclaimed um which actually is it actually um, is yeah and uh, i was like you know what let's just go for it because i haven't done it so this album for this month is blonde by frank ocean um frank ocean's sophomore album it's his second album overall well, third, uh, well yeah yeah essentially um it was released on august the 20th 2016 after a delay it was going to be released in 2015 that got delayed to this album um to 2016 and it was recorded from 2013 to 2016 um the genre spans um sort of um avant-garde soul r&b and you've got a plethora of producers on this album uh not to mention you've got james blake you've got Pharrell williams along with uh, loads and loads of others um and you've also got featured vocals from beyonce which i never ever realized once i started listening to the album i was like oh my god yeah beyonce's in this yeah pink and white she's really here um and yeah it's quite uh in my opinion sort of like a sonically um ambient album there's not a lot of like instruments but when the when instruments do play they add a lot to the story and that's what i quite like about this album um it's really really good thoughts on the album go as a whole from like first listening to it because i didn't really care for the album as a whole okay so i do listen to frank ocean but i have only listened to really channel orange and one of my friends um who's also a Frank Ocean fan, they really like Blonde, they prefer Blonde. And I was like, oh, I've heard a few songs and I do like a few songs, but I've not listened to it all. And they were like, listen to it, listen to it. And I listened to like the first five songs, but I had never listened to the full thing. Obviously like Pink and White is quite big, probably the biggest song of the album. So obviously we've all heard it and we all love it. Well, I love it. Um, But yeah, so I hadn't actually listened to the full thing until this last month. Um, I think that the album is really good uh, obviously um i think it's really good like it's sonically cohesive i think he i don't think i don't know if frank ocean describes it as a concept album but to me it feels yeah it really does feel like a concept album like he's telling one kind of cohesive story about young love and fame and like loneliness and also touches upon like death as well and while all the songs aren't for me like I definitely think that there are some songs where I'm like yes I love this and some songs where I'm like I don't love it but I can appreciate it and I know why it's good and I know why it's like been called like a pioneer and like progressive R&B and things like that um I mean yeah I think Frank Ocean sort of floats with the same like he's almost in the same category as like Lord um and Adele where they sort of come do their thing and then they fuck off they go uh, Lord away knows yeah. it's been eight years um, since yeah which is crazy and um which artists who can do that are really good notes so go ahead I also can do that who can just go away and come back and still have and the same yeah, like that effect. is crazy because this album is absolutely amazing this album did um numbers it did numbers it was really really good yeah what are you gonna say I was gonna say um it also came out in a really like important time because he came out on a tumblr post shortly before this came out and i think it was because like a lot of the themes in this album has a lot to do with his sexuality Mm. um and i think he just wants to do be like quite free with it um and you can definitely tell that i mean yeah that's like one of the um themes of the album is like being secure with yourself and who you are as well and you get that in a lot of like um songs towards the end of the album um or really throughout the whole album uh yeah he also talks about like like trauma what it means to be a man heartbreak all that jazz in a really really sophisticated way and in my opinion oh like in the way i view music is like there's like three types either you're very very you're vocally there you're sonically there and like your overall as a song you're there 
he definitely needs more towards vocals because throughout the entire album it's just pitch vocals after pitch mm-hmm. vocals mm-hmm. and that just like shows like him being like a child and like um memories and all that and it's really mm-hmm. it's a really really cute album and i really this was on the same page as like guts by Liver rodrigo i was like i want to hate this album so bad this is an overrated <laughs> album um but no for this album um it's very very a sophisticated album very um, yeah like we were uh, every time we like do these episodes we always go on genius and we see what like, people are saying every song has like annotations to it like every line of yeah. every song has annotations to yeah, it yeah. um so if you want to deep dive into the lyrics themselves you can go check that out yeah um and yeah overall i really like the album the cover itself is also yeah i was gonna say let's talk about the cover yeah quickly. the cover itself is really really um cute as well um i'm assuming it's him yeah i um, think it's him um with green hair no. yeah hand over his face, hand over his it's, face. A, it's a very very iconic cover it's also a very very good looking cover um mm-hmm. it's quite pleasing to the eye um and yeah it's a shift from his old album from summer orange yeah which is just um orange, orange yeah um but also quick fun fact before we move on to the actual songs um uh frank ocean vinyl especially blonde i don't think channel orange has ever been produced on vinyl but blonde it's very very rare he does like random drops of like a hundred or something vinyl and like so to get on vinyl it's like so beyond rare yeah it's so beyond rare and also if you do see one like in markets or anything they're usually bootlegs so don't Why buy them. So well, unless you want a bootleg one, that's also okay. But yeah, he just randomly like one day I was I was one period I was looking for um for a Frank Ocean vinyl, and then eighty pounds yeah. on eBay if you want to go grab one. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh rare. my god. Fun fact. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I wanted. It was so weird because one there was a period of time where it was someone's birthday coming up and I wanted to buy them a uh, blonde on vinyl. You're fork out but eighty I, but quid. I, I didn't know he doesn't produce it like quite regularly on vinyl. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then literally that same week where I was thinking of getting one, he did a surprise drop. And I was like, oh my God, but I didn't get one, sadly. Um, I was also just going to say, before we actually get into the um, songs we have to get onto, this is um, Frank Ocean's, he released this under his own label. He released it under his own sort of terms because he had a contract with, I think it was Def Jam Recordings. um, And they only contracted him to work um, for two albums. um, And obviously that didn't go in with his line of vision and so he dropped i think there was he had like a he dropped a visual album yeah. which is his technically his second yeah album. and he like really like copped out the music industry as he should um that was a really really smart one from him and it saved him quite a lot of like money and loads of time he did, was doing this all on his own and rightfully so i mean frank ocean is and it did really good yeah so. for, i mean yeah just even like looking at like the numbers itself like we're talking some million streams a hundred streams like yeah. one billion streams for pink and white like it is crazy it did really really well as it rightfully should yeah um, right, let, we've done enough chitter and bloody chatter. Yeah. Um, let's go on to the actual songs themselves. So we'll start off with number one. The first one is Nikes or Nikes, however you not want to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> overall, a really, really good to start to the album. It, we always say this, but it, it just like tells us like what the album is going to be about. In this song, he talks about uh, materialism. He talks about wanting Nikes. In the first like lyric, he says, these bitches want Nikes. They want like, they want the checks. They want the real ones, which is a really, really good triple entendre saying that, you know, they want Nikes. They want the shoes, but they have to be authentic, real Nikes. And they also have to have a check, which means they're real. And also check me for my money um, and make sure it's validated and real. And that's just so cool. Um, And yeah and what what do you have to say go off uh i think like you said it's a really good opener um like we said he does a lot of like vocal distortion and like high pitch which i think he uses really well this is probably not my favorite use of it on this album Mm. but it's like you said it's a really good uh opener about the themes like capitalism materialism he talks about like the music industry and like materialism a lot I miss me um, as well. He also got a line about like FKA twigs in there. Well, he, he's got, um, he talks about a mermaid and he's been pretty obsessed with FKA twigs because she has pretty wacky hairstyles that looks like mermaids. And he right. posted one of those like hairstyles before. I think he dropped this or after he dropped this in there. So that could be a link as well. And it also talks about um, like just murder of like black men in America, yeah. which is like, again, mentioned in another track as well on the album. So it does a good job of setting up. It's quite like a chill vibe. It doesn't like hit you in the face straight away as in like musically. Yeah. Um, I feel like for like... But it sets up the album well because the album, 
overall is quite a chill yeah album. don't expect to be jumping out of your seats unless it's um pink and white then yeah, yeah, a, little <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit yeah and like the last part of like one song which we'll get into um and also i love the um what's i going to say oh i was gonna say for frank ocean songs i feel like you have to listen to them more than just like once or twice to sort of really Definitely. get your head around them like when i was listening to this album i had to listen to it over and over again and it wasn't until i started looking at the lyrics themselves so i was like okay you know what i appreciate the song more because of what he's saying and it's a very very um vocally it's a very very, very cool album um just with the whole mermaid thing um there's like a, i'm back in the mermaids guys back on mermaids um <laughs> he talks about like how mermaids live in water and he references like smoking as well and drugs as well so it's almost like the mermaids are like his water so he's mermaid but inside like drugs and stuff yeah english yes i think so um and yeah um over a really good song really good start to the album and i've got nothing else to add i, I like the song yeah me too not a standout track for me but yeah yeah i agree um the next track is called Ivy. Um, I really like this one. It's up there for me, which is surprising because, like, I'm not really a big fan of slow songs, like super slow. Yeah. Um, not saying that, like, I don't know. Maybe I should say I'm not a fan of ballads rather than slow songs. Um, Obviously, I love a good ballad. Give me a slow song that I can cry my heart out to. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. no. I, not, I don't know. Um, like Adele... Okay, off topic, but when we talk about Adele, some of my favourite songs are some of her faster songs. So. Oh, set fire to the rain. Yeah, set fire okay. to the rain. Rumour has it. Oh, yeah, that's what you're on, yeah. Rumour has it. Anyway, back to Frank Ocean. Um, so the song itself is just about a young love that has failed, which is, like, quite um, synonymous with the rest of the album, like mm. we said. And he alters his voice, again, with the whole um, pitching of his voice to mimic him, like, being younger and like capturing those emotions of like a young love um kind of like i think put us in the frame of like that time period yeah and i love like how he uses like birds and like other sound effects to like really like mimic um the past and like what he went through like his or how he thought when he was a child versus how he thinks now i mm-hmm. um, at the changes as well and yeah it's just about like yeah it's a re- reflection on a relationship breaking up from the start when you were young maybe like you've known them as your children all the way to adults like how you have sort of different like views when you like get older um and it has the iconic line of da, 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 i was dreaming when you, you said, said you love me start of nothing. nothing it's really really cute i really like this um and, and also on genius it says like this could be also about him coming out because he came out in 2012 um on tumblr because in it i think in the letter i've not read the actual letter but i think it was like a post the yeah it was a post i think in the post he says that like he liked someone when he was 19 and that's when he realized that like he was into men but yeah i really like the yeah I, there's nothing much to say i feel like i just like the song like, it's a really like good, and like his cadence as yeah. well it's like i thought that i was dreaming it's like we can't really do any of like these songs justice for how good they are because we can't sit here and we'll have if we really were to go off we would have to sit here and go through every and each line to tell you what it means so um this is Definitely. like an hour-long podcast so we can't be sitting there saying this line and that line and that line because we'd be here forever. Yeah, we're, we're just going to give you, like, the overall meaning and our thoughts on, like, I guess the production and, yeah. and his vocal performance and what we think of it. But this is, like, it's kind of, like, similar with some hip-hop out. Al- well, it should be similar with all yeah. hip-hop albums. But it's, like, with, like, hip-hop albums when they have, like, doubles and triples and, like, deeper meanings. And similar with, like, I want to say also recently Beyonce's Renaissance, where it has, like... Lots of samples of like house music and ballroom culture, and like you have to dig in about like her uncle and stuff like that, and like the inspiration. Oh, being your next album, not Ronnie Sounds being your next uh, album. Maybe, um, but yeah. So, like you said, we would have to spend a lot of time, 100%. but we're just giving you our thoughts and feelings, and you go and listen to the album. If yeah, you're not you listen decide to it, yourself how you yeah. feel. We can't tell you how to decide, but exactly. yeah. Right. Um, anyway, next track. Go on. The uh, third track. Um, I was going to say debatably, but it's not. It's like the most popular. It is <laughs> Pink and White. Um, and this trend, this trend's on TikTok all the time. It's for outfit changes mostly. Yeah, oh my God, stop. It's too good. It's too good. Um, and in, um, I've got it down here. Um, well, essentially, he sort of, Pink and White relates to like sort of the sky and he can't change the fact of how the sky looks. The sky, like he can't change a lot of things most notably how this guy looks and that's where i got pink and white from mm-hmm. and it just talks about um it being quite like well okay i've gone here the second verse has an acoustic guitar and he talks about summer so 
that's what we're saying what he plays with the instruments as well and how he can make a world using um sounds himself which is really really inspirational i take like i'm taking inspiration from that as he's doing it um and it it's got i've written i've assumed that it's for someone who essentially passed away he's looking about looking at death itself he's looking at life and like what we should be grateful for what we can and can't change and how we shouldn't take like life for granted he's also got like in the wake in the wake of a hurricane um and there's a another song that also references that as well where he has like move houses or he has like move some he had to move cities so he yeah. was in new orleans going to school when uh hurricane katrina hit and then yeah. he had to relocate to texas which is also mentioned on that yeah. one uh, and speaking of Texas, Beyonce um, uh, has like backing backing vocals in this as well. Um, towards the end of the song and towards like the middle part of the song as well, which I never clocked until I r- just listened to the song again. I was like, oh my god, Beyonce, yeah. Beyonce, Beyonce. <laughs> what are you doing here? Beyonce, go on. <laughs> um, in terms of meanings, we basically said it. Like, he's looking at death and and um, talking about that. Um, produced by Pharrell Williams. Mm, um, backing by Beyonce, Beyonce, and. One of my favorites on the album, kind of cheesy because it's like, oh, obviously it's the most popular one. But you but can it's like popular the most popular one. It, it, You're allowed to like the most popular one. Exactly, it's popular for a reason, guys. Yeah. Come on. Um, I literally wrote, went, went number one in my house. <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> it did. Um, I'm so gonna do that. Yeah, and um, just what you mentioned about the like summer and stuff. Like I wrote here, love the chill vibes. Feels like I'm on a beach, and I love the beach. And it's true. It feels I like hate I'm on the, the beach. beach. Get me off the beach. No, yeah, it feels like I'm on the beach and I love the beat. Oh, I thought you love the beach. I was like, get me off the beach. I'm on the beach. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've got birds on it. I'm not a big birds fan. Are, birds go through this album. There are so much birds in this album. As in the mention of birds? No, as in like the sounds of birds. I was going to say, really cool. I was like, what? Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. And I, I think it's a really good sort, like reflection. And I really like when it goes... Kneel down to the dry land, kiss the earth. That oh yeah, me. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's really it, good. It's sweet. It's really really cute, and I like. It's very very poetic. Yeah, um, be yourself is the first of I want to say many interludes. Um, yep. And it's a voicemail left from his mum, his best friend's mum, not his mum, which a lot of people thought it was. I his thought it was mom. his mum. I well. thought it was his mum too, but I was looking on Genius and his. This is mum. Brother confirmed that it was frank's best friend's mum that left the voice note and it's just basically talking about peer pressure like Mm. don't give into the peer pressure don't like do drugs and alcohol and be true to yourself and know who you are um now while i feel like she was being a bit dramatic i feel like she was just being like a classic mum in it yeah that's what i got as well she was like don't do this don't do that don't do that and i was just like mum stop speaking my mum what are you doing yeah literally yeah literally but all parents are gonna worry. Yeah. Um it's really sweet as well. It's just just mothering away. She should be mothering. Yeah, exactly. Mother mothers. Mother mothers. Mother like is mothering. Mother. Um but yeah. yeah, I've just got like typical stuff like the drugs and the alcohol. It's a cute little one minute thing. I'm really surprised that it wasn't like because a lot of interludes are like scripted. Yeah. Um But do you know what I like how it's quite like candid, how it's t- like I like this conversation, put it in here. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, but even if it's not scripted she should go into script writing because yeah. how she was speaking, I was like, this sounds like someone like took the time to sit and like write it down. But yeah. Not us giving career advice. What? We're really, we're really giving career advice. So yeah. um, Frank's friend's mom, you should go into um, uh, script writing. Script writing. Yeah. you really good at that. Yeah, um, that's all I have to say. I've got on the side. Uh, track number five is Solo. Um, this song can sort of be taken into like two ways. You know, you've also got, Solo can also mean like being alone. Uh, you've also got Solo. Um, which is like being without drugs, being so low. Um, and you've also, I wrote Beyonce vocals question mark in this one as well, because I don't know if she does do vocals, but I heard like a female voice in the back and I thought she was there as well again, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, I, I love the part where he goes, inhale, inhale, there's heaven. It's so, it's, uh, scream out from the rooftops. Uh, and there's a really, um, there's a line where he talks about like picket fences and it essentially is like uh, about like women in um, like divorce case settlements where, the court will sort of favor the women um and it's just about like you just want your picket fence but you can't have that because like yeah the women will always win um oh, sounds kind of misogynistic when you put it like that the women will always win yeah yeah good i'm glad they win yeah i don't need to win anything uh, anything in terms of own. in terms of 
In terms of like what the court favors. What the court favors in terms of kids though. Yeah, esen- yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Not not no, it's not like if you've like been beaten up. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Then no thanks. But yeah, in terms of the kids they favor the women like um having custody. Yeah, but yeah. the guy just wants to pick a fence, but you can't have that because the court is like No. Taking advantage, yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, he's also got like there's also one where it says sleeping good and long, um where it's like shows he's not in like a good mental state. He can only sleep good and long when he's like um about drugs and like just the whole play on that is really really cool and i i like it i'm a personal favorite but i do appreciate the song yeah yeah that's uh, it yeah i wrote chorus absolutely slaps because it does yeah in hell, in hell, in hell. so yeah i picked up on the obviously solo and solo um he talks about being alone and also like different ways to be alone so like if you're alone and like self-love because you're on your own but also if you're alone and you're like waiting for like someone to call you like a love like a lover or something um and i wrote i like his cadence in this song and how his voice feels so in the forefront like it it doesn't feel like i feel like the instruments feel like in the back mm. of the mix and you know me i don't i usually don't like songs that i like that but in this case it's a it's a good one yeah and in terms of like i i don't know the chorus is really good i'm done that's it <laughs> and that's it though so the next one is skyline 2 so this also kind of plays into like as an interlude and like a transition from from the songs solo to self control. Yeah, got that as well. Um, it's almost like we read the same. Thing. I know. <laughs> uh, I wrote it, it. I wrote it does feel like an interlude though. It doesn't feel like a, um a song per se. It's a short song, isn't it? How long is this? Oh, I don't know the track. Okay, it's three. Okay, so it's okay, a, no, it's a like it's like song. A, it's a like a song, song time, but. In terms of like the content, yeah, I mean, you don't really get much. I don't really have a lot written for this because you don't really like get much. Yeah, really. I wrote it talks about sex and drugs. Yeah, I've literally got over here like lovely instrumentation and emphasizes the drugs, mm-hmm. uh, and you've got like birds as well. And like he talks about sort of getting older. He looks back on the past, like nostalgia wise. He's like, um, this year went really really fast. Um, someone's getting shorter as you get, which is a take on like the years get shorter as you get older, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. so true. Like we're already in like the second month of twenty twenty four. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, honestly, it's gonna be summer soon. Yeah, don't even. I hate summer. Um, bore. What? That you're boring. Get a grip, please. Get a grip. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, yeah, it interludes the two, and it's a really, really cute interlude, and you can feel nothing else to add. Track number seven. Track number seven is self control. My personal favorite on this song, on this song, on this album. I really, really like it. Um, over here you've got the classic pitch vocals that we've been talking about. How he like changes the pitch. I love the line where it says keep a place for me it's so oh, it's it's so nice it's so nicely written it's just the melody is so nice and then the end when it gets like quite big as like a song where it goes i i i know you gotta leave leave me it's so nice um and it's sort of about a friendship like slowly de- deteriorating um and it's really going from like it sort of describes the beginning of a relationship where it's like I could be the boyfriend in your wet dreams and you know the sexual parts of the relationship but as you sort of as the relationship sort of progresses as every relationship progresses you sort of like like step step back a little bit and you're just like not for me not for me and I think it's a lot about like how it's a lot about their your self-control and their self-control like for them their self-control like I have Frank's basically told this person I've told you to use your self-control um clearly you don't like that because you're a reckless person you do all sorts of things mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for me that's me using my self-control um and it's almost by like teaching, back. yeah by stepping back yeah. so it's like we can't really have the best of both worlds right now so we gotta just take a step back it's really really sweet and I really like the song for what it means and he mentions like UFO sightings which is like a rare phenomenon to have um and I could also describe like his love or this relationship being very, very rare, very or rare. the person themselves being rare. And it's a really, really su- sweet song, and I really like it. You're in your feels today. I know, I know. This is a sad album, guys. Yeah, it's it actually I need water. is. Um, I was like, hey, bestie, have a little sip, sip. Um, I was just. I don't have water. <laughs> you've. Act- oh, do you want some more? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right. Um. So opening kind of reminds me of Kendrick Lamar. I wrote. Um. Because you know when Kendrick Lamar ad-libs? It's okay. Uh, yeah, I don't really buy out to Kendrick Lamar like that. Oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm so sorry. Not that being your next album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my next album is actually To Pimp a Butterfly. Yeah. Um, uh, what about Damn? Damn? Pimp a Butterfly's better. Okay, I'm not involved. I don't know. Okay, anyway. Um, 
So yeah, it kind of remi- the opening kind of reminds me of uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, ad libs for some reason. Um, but you've literally just described everything I wrote. It talks about a relationship that's failed because one of them's immature, one of them doesn't can't have like isn't very self controlled as the title would suggest, and then therefore has to take a step back from it. Which fair do do you? Um, and then I also wrote about the vocal pitching, and I wrote it's throughout the album, and it reflects how this happened and many events happened when they, when he was younger, um, from like relationships to like realizing who you like to um, the hurricane he lived through to stop losing someone, um, multiple people. Oh no! But when this album came out, just one person. But he also lost lost his brother in twenty twenty. It's just very deep, but the, the whole album is just really deep too deep album is not like a pop album which can also no. be deep at times but yeah. also can just be for fun and that's yeah. okay and if i make pop albums um they will be sad pop if i might <laughs> and if i make pop albums they will be hyper pop yeah club bangers yeah later get ready <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> um Dear girl, i'm just like <laughs> so the next song is also an interlude um because he does sing it but it's kind of like a spoken word kind of vibe singing and it basically tells a story about him being set up on a blind date mm. by his friend who, well, in the song, it's like, oh, I was told to hit you up if I'm ever in NY. Um, so, like, that's what he does. He goes on this blind date and he only discovers that this person is, like, totally void of, like, any morality and, like, the intimacy that's being shared between them. It's kind of, like, meaningless, like, the guy or the person um guy is only looking for like a quick ting yeah. like a one night ting and he's just not here for it frank's just like i'm not here for it and then it ends and it's just kind of i think like reflects on the whole themes of this album of like loneliness and also like kind of like materialism even though this is not materialism it's more like individualistic like only looking out for what you want and like not and like kind of like looking to like fill the void through like in this case sexual means but also you can do that through like drugs which has also been mentioned in this album um and i think it's like a quite nice like like the other interlude like the other interlude was as well about like the voicemail from his mom where i was talking about like peer pressure and stuff like that like they very it very much like is thought out and marries the rest of the album these interludes yeah. You you've said every single thing. I've literally got nothing else to add. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Honestly, got nothing else to add. Um, <laughs> yeah, really, really sweet, really cute melody. I'm um, and a cute interlude. So, yeah. Thanks for speaking. It's okay. <laughs> um, the night song is called Nights. Um, another one of my personal favorites. Essentially, it talks about how the nights can be used for a very different things. Um, you know, he references having to work a job at night, so he drops off his lover somewhere else, his partner somewhere else, and he goes to work his night shift maybe as a way to sort of escape what he what he's thinking um at night things can be sort of crazy so maybe he's working at night to sort of escape what he would be doing if he wasn't working he also talks about um yeah he just talks about the sun going down time to start his day and it's just saying uh, here there's a line where it says kumbaya we say saying kumbaya Mm -hmm, um -hmm. usually kumbaya is like a um it's a song uh calling for god in times of need so and this song is especially important when we look up when we know the fact that um he had flown the country um he had fled the country the country he had um, fled the state and the city of new orleans due to the hurricane um katrina um and so it just talks about him having restless nights he can't be able to do his normal things because he's had to go to a new different place um and it's really really cute and the lyrics are very very like it's sad not cute but it's really um I like the way it's been written. It's nice. And one of my personal favourites. And also, you got a book of family. Anyway, yeah. done. <laughs> I'm done. George is in his French era. Okay, you really can't see me. So for the one person watching on YouTube, no! I am so sorry. Anyway. No. um, So. These episodes just get, like, as the episode goes by, they get progressively chaotic. Yeah, honestly, I'll grab you an episode. We decided Stop. not to go to Stop. a studio. We just decided to rough it yeah. in the house. Hey, we tried the hardest. Let's get premium audio. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so nights. You said most of it, but I really like the cadence that he has and the beat of the song. Um, and like, 
it's kind of, it's this is and it's split into two parts the first part is more rappy and the second mo- part is more r&b and chilled vibes and it kind of signifies like the heart i think this is exactly the halfway point like when he yeah. starts to transition it's like the halfway point of the album so it's kind of like talking about the duality of the album and there's another song later on that talks about duality as well as in like from masculinity to femininity to like coming out to staying in the closet to like being alone in like different in like two different ways and stuff like that so this is what i think he's talking about because he also talks about his experiences in texas like you were saying Mm -hmm. which is where he moved to and the highs and lows and how i guess he's not used to that city yeah um and the highs and lows of his dating life as well and also like book of family stop (laughs) you're obsessed it's good it's really really good (laughs) um okay it's me now i just yeah (laughs) so solo reprise is performed by the iconic Andre 3000, which he has worked with. I thought it was him at one point. I was like, oh, this is just him. And then I was like, nope, it's not him. No, it doesn't sound like him. No, but at first when I was listening to the album, it was like a whole thing. I was like, yeah, I can't tell it's a different person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Andre 3000, for those of you who don't know, which you should know, is from the iconic duo Outkast, from songs like Hey Now, Hey Ya even. Um, But also he's done like, like those albums are really important for hip hop. And he kind of like championed like southern hip hop because obviously hip hop started in the in New York, and then you also have West Coast rap, which is also really important. And then he kind of championed it from the south because he's from Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyway, just a little brief history on Andre 3000. Wow. Um, he also has a new album out um, this year. I think he it was released, which was the first time in a while. Anyway, the the reprise touches on what Solo also touches on. That's why it's a reprise, and it's about feeling alone in his beliefs about the music uh, industry which if you like look at how he left like his out his uh label before it does make sense um and he used andre 3000 as the vocals because like he's also a really successful um hip-hop artist that might have felt the same things in the past your your thoughts because I had another point but I forgot what it um, was. Well, right now head empty because you went from basically everything. I just said that I like the flow. It goes. It's really really cool. I like that. Oh oh, oh. and also he talks about police brutality, which was mentioned before by Frank Ocean in a previous song. Anyway, carry on. on do you know what line? He says something like, "Oh, the popo oh murdering yes. us is like not yeah news anymore because yes, it happens so often." I remember. Yes, he also yeah. he also talks about like um, he doesn't care what the fuck's trending. Um, he does he needs to cut on the spending. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really really okay, cool. Okay, like uh, Really cool. I actually I enjoy it. Not my personal favorite, but I, I like it. It's cute. It does mm-hmm. thing a little bit. Lovely. Uh, the next uh, song is track number eleven. It's pretty sweet. Um, it's pretty quite a um. It's sort of broken up into two parts. The aspects of it it's broken into two parts you have a sort of like slow beginning and then it almost reaches like a big beat kind of vibe at the very very end which is really really cute and really really nice um and uh it's it's good because he the the topic in the song is sort of arbitrary he there's not really a single topic that he does touch on Mm -hmm. but the main instrumentation at the beginning is pretty chaotic pretty heavy pretty random almost um and that sort of it, it um is a great like background to what he's talking about because it's a lot of things and also the background is crazy so that's my point because i have nothing else to add so i've made a really really good point so i'm proud of myself at that point um other than that i've got nothing else to add yeah i mean you basically said everything like it's quite chaotic at the start and it's different from the previously chill vibes on the album and like you said, it lacks structure because there's not one thing he's no, talking about. there's a lot about. of things he's talking about. <laughs> um, which I wrote is the point. And as to the chaos, um, and also, ab- again, about the dualities, like coming out by staying in the closet, masculinity slash femininity. I also like love that big beat, like, and uh, it's really nice. It's really cute. So, yeah. Sorry, it is my guy. It is your guy, but you're going to fume. I have a lot of things to say about this interlude. Okay, I don't know what even when I first Loki heard it, I was fucking fuming at Sebastian, who is a producer who said this. Basically, the interlude Facebook story is about a guy who thinks that. Basically, he's talking about how this guy was seeing this girl, and she was like, "Oh, like add me on Facebook," and he was like, "No," and then she was like, "Oh, so are you cheating on me then?" And then he was like, 
no, like I'm here in person, like we're hanging out. Why can't we just do things in person rather than like do it online? And she was like, if you don't add me, I'm going to break up with you. And then he's like, oh, okay, like fine. And then she broke up with him because she thought he was cheating. Now on the way he describes it on surface level, it's like you automatically go to, oh yeah, like um, she's, she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like how can you just break up with someone because you want to add them on Facebook? But it is actually a lot deeper than that because if you don't care about social media that much, you wouldn't have a Facebook account. The fact that you have a Facebook account means that you care about social media to some capacity. George here doesn't care about Facebook. He doesn't have a Facebook account. My point is, if you don't care about a social media account, you a social media, you would not have a social media account, Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes, if like you don't care for social media, you wouldn't have an account. You wouldn't account. have an account. Yeah, it makes sense. What she's saying is, I'm. it's great that we're seeing each other every single day. Love that. But you wouldn't, you don't want to, like, I don't know, like, let people know that we're together. You don't want me to be your friend in a public form where people can see. But Why I, is that? But I don't think it's like that. I genuinely don't think she's talking about it like uh, he's talking about it. I think he's just saying, I'm here in person. Like, you, we don't have to be all artificially online, for example. You, I'm seeing you here in person. Yeah, but she... I don't think that's what she was saying, though. I don't think she was saying, like, oh, let's be friends on Facebook and then we'll post our relationship out in public and we'll only be together on... Like, not only be together on Facebook, but, like, show it off on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. I think... She was genuinely like, like you're gonna have your boyfriend or someone you're seeing on social media if you use yeah, social 100%. media. Yeah, hundred percent. But what, Do you know if, what I mean? What if he doesn't and have Facebook? He does have Facebook. She said, "Except me now." He has a Facebook account. Do you understand what I'm trying I, to say? I, I, like, I get that, but also to, it's like, to, what if like you have it but you don't accept people? Do you know what I mean? Like, then why do you have it? No, but just for the sake of having it. Like, but I why? have, but I have Facebook, but it's not like I'm gonna like. Okay, use George, it if, if you were in a relationship with someone, would you? And someone said, "Oh, like." And you were dating them, and well, they're no, like, "Oh, okay. I've added you on Facebook." Well, okay, well, and you're gonna turn around and be like, "No, no, no okay. I'm here in person. No, Why are you adding no, no, me on no, no, Facebook?" No, no. That, that's very, very. We're talking about two very different timelines. You're talking about when Facebook was just coming up, and we're talking about when what Facebook is now. Like right now, this was in 2016. Facebook had been around. No, but it's like still like I feel like no, but it, mm, it sort of depends. No, it doesn't. It's, it's what depends. are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? What if you're not an active Instagram user, for example? What if you're not an active Instagram user? You don't use Instagram like that. You're still going to have Instagram. You're just not going to use it like that. So there's no point. I know a lot of people who don't use Instagram like that, but will still add me as like friends. But I guess it's like a person to person thing. But I think what he's just trying to go for is like, you're seeing me in person, blah, blah, blah. We don't have to have... I get where you're coming from, but <laughs> you, you, you don't. We don't have to like be online all the time. Like That's not what to, she was saying though. She was like, still, add me on person. He said no. And then she was like, she... Okay, well, she, surely she should have some reason. Surely she should have some reason. A, a very, a jump, not a jump, but like a thought that a lot of people have because guess what? Some people are untrustworthy. Yeah. Okay, he's not adding me on Facebook. Why? Like, what is the reason? Does he have other people on there that like he doesn't want to know that I'm on? I mean, you could say, you I, I, you can say that as well. I just don't think it's like, I think it's never that deep and I think it's never like that deep. And he just he was wanna... acting like it was deep. I'm sorry, if you don't care about Facebook and you're all about like, oh, I or any social media and you're like, oh, I just want human connections. I want to be here in person with you, which is a totally fine view to have. I totally agree. We need to build community that's not online, 100%, in an increasingly individualistic society. I agree. But then don't have Facebook and don't say, I'm not accepting you and act like she's crazy for asking you that. You're going to have a significant other on Facebook, on any social media. If you don't, that is fucking weird. Moving on. <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, peace and spread love and positivity and all that jazz. Uh, I have written, I'm now going to add, it's not that deep. <laughs> it's never, ever that deep. If you don't accept someone, you have to accept someone. But also, if you are being shady with it, that's a whole different other thing. Like, if you're saying, yeah, I'm not going to accept you because you're hiding something, then that's a completely other different thing. I think he was just like, yeah, I don't want to have Facebook. Can we just, like, chat? Give me your WhatsApp number, you know, Viber, all that jazz. Just like, Viber. Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, you never ever know. Tango. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound white to me. He sounds like someone who uses Viber. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I, I, um, good convo. Really. Um, so I did get quite me. passionate about that, which I don't usually get. And I didn't expect to, yeah. but it was just, I, I was listening to this and I was like, this is fucking bullshit, you really. It. You deeped it. Anyway. Which is actually a good link to the, like, to track number 13, which is close to you. Yeah. Because it, like, talks about how. Like you know, you you're you have to spend more time with someone, um, 
as they get older because this won't last forever and like you can't like die regretting not having spent more time to each other for each other and that's the same thing with the whole facebook thing it's like if you really like someone you would just accept them on facebook because it's like never that deep so you therefore talk to each other more do you know what i mean um and yeah it's it's quite a sad song actually because he took a sad interlude because he talks about like he there's we don't have much longer we can't be doing this that and the other so just every little moment we have with each other gotta spend it all together yeah yeah i mean he basically said it all it's really short it's a cover of a stevie wonder cover is it yeah so it's a cover of stevie wonder's version of a song because it was a cover okay so the next song is white ferrari Ferrari. and it's a heartbreaking song uh with emotional depth about love and permanency and And that is permanency like being things being permanent oh permanency okay um and that is loki all i've written so george (laughs) i've got i've got uh, this song covers a, a, a lot of things i've gotten like um, where is it? I've got love, letting go, looking back, memories, regrets, changing, lust as well. Um, and what have I written here? I've written my notes. And if anyone knows me, I cannot read my own handwriting. So this is a struggle for me. Um, and it's just quite like a lot of topics in one song. And, um, it, you know, with the whole changing thing, he talks about um, texting to speech you know face like getting faceless and that and like all of that jazz and it's just uh, he's also got lost over here which says like you know what, what about right over here fragment something care for you Dimen- oh and uh, dimensions oh um there's like a little fragmenting kind of like sound effect that like happens towards the end of the song and that like sort of shows like in my opinion showing like how things are changing how like we're changing as people and like blah blah how the relationship itself is changing um the one he's speaking about um and yeah all that jazz it's nice like a cute not not my personal favorite it's a cute song that i wouldn't listen to it on repeat someone all the time. said that before this album came me? out someone was like this is gonna be the best song when this album comes out like of oh the year. was but it I not like teased by did someone not like tease the song yeah yeah that? yeah what i don't know who it was i think it was a producer of some kind yeah but yeah um track number 15 is say say how do you say that cyphered cyphered anyway um oh this is the one you really can't see me on camera okay it's fine the one person watching on youtube (laughs) you know good luck um it's essentially about a relationship that he had with this one model well it's assumed yeah rumored rumor has it (laughs) it's rumored to be about relationship that he had with this one art um model called willie cartier um and willie cartier has long hair now, in this song, he mentions Siegfried, whatever the f- however you say that, um, which is a Germanic heroic legend with long hair. And he mentions that in the song. And, um, and the freckles. Put, and the freckles, yes. And, you know, Willie Cotty has freckles. And they put two together and they said, hey, the song is about someone you knew. Yeah. And, um, yeah, crazy, crazy. You've also got a bit, I've said, um, I've loved, I love the intro where it's like a psychedelic uh, it's more psychedelic. The electric guitar does really, really well. I want an electric guitar. Um, <laughs> uh, and it does really, really well on this song. And it's quite like... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you just basically took my um, fun fact about sorry. North, so sorry. Norse mythology. But sorry. yeah, um, it's also just like reflecting on the breakup. And we're back to the chill vibes. <clears throat> yeah, 100%. That, we're, that we were shown on the first half of the album. But yeah, that's... It's just quite interesting because like... With Frank Ocean songs, you don't really see a lot of. Well, I don't. I don't think so. Anyway, like I'm not in. I'm not like a stan of Frank Ocean in terms of. I'm not in the deep internet lore of Frank Ocean, so I don't know if this is the case. But you know, with like people like Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, blah blah, blah like they like dig in to like find like this is about this person, this yeah, person about this person. You don't really get that with Frank Ocean, which no. was quite interesting. Where this when this came up. I mean, he's quite also a private person. He doesn't really like doing much. Yeah, so it's he's like barely on Instagram yeah, too. Yeah. Where he's like, where she's like in the limelight. He keeps him to himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, like yeah. known for keeping to himself. Like I don't want to. A bit too much. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we want music, Frank Ocean. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, that's it. I'm done. Okay, so Godspeed is the second to last song on the album. Track. And I wrote swill, sweet swill, sweet chill vibes again, kind of going with the rest of the 
co- uh, album, quite very sonically cohesive. Yeah. Um, and it's about leaving a lover, but doing it in a respectful way, and just like, yeah, the the lyrics are very much like, I. It's like wish you all the best. Wish you all the best. Like, like, all like, that giant. Yeah. Like. I mean, yeah, it's like Godspeed. So it's like, yeah. um, wish you Godspeed. All that jazz. Yeah, I've got like two lines written on here and it's exactly the same. Is there any much to say about I can say about the song? Yeah. Um, apart from that, general gist. Um, okay, moving yeah. on. The very, very last track is Future of Free, which is a bloody 10 minutes long song. I was listening to this album in its entirety and I was like, okay, cute. I thought this was two tracks in like one thing. Yesterday, I was like, let me just look at the track times. Why is this 10 minutes? 10, one and a zero. Um, Not very, very long, but it's got a lot to it. He essentially... Um, as we were speaking with like um, Nicki Minaj is like Pink Friday 2 the last song no not well two songs before the actual last song yeah. um, uh, she talks sort of about like thanking people and it's the exact same thing in this song as well where he you know talks about himself his career how he's built up everything and how he's grateful for his fans and how his fans pay him when really he should be paying his fans because they've given him all that he now has mm-hmm. um, and he just like thanks people and he talks about the themes of the album immortality is there um and he how he just like escapes the press and how some people escape the press as well and how he likes to escape the press as well and he just talks about that through the entire album and how he went from rags to riches and it's really really sweet there's also a skit at the end of the um well a skit yeah it's like, it's like an interview from um it's a snippet from an interview taken from the magazine boys don't cry which was really like re- his own magazine that sort of released alongside the um blonde album when it was in promotion when he was promoting the album um and it's a very very um nice skit basically just talking about like their lives and what like what they want to do and it's really really sweet mm-hmm. um and it's a very very cute ending to the album and yeah. it's almost like credits um because it's just mm. so long it's almost like a score it's almost credits building up to the end and yeah mm. I, I i like it yeah that's all i'd say yeah i really like analogy of the score and the credits because that's what the second half of the song felt like for sure um you literally said everything about in terms of like what it's about in terms of how it's like about his life and his accomplishments and like his build-up and where he is now and today and he also mentions like famous people that have passed away um like too young so tupac and oh yeah he does yeah and yeah it's just like on Genius, it says it's like he's singing it in a stream of consciousness style. So just kind of like not really editing what he's thinking, just like saying what he's thinking about fame and, and his life now. Yeah, overall. And oh, wait, and that concludes Blonde, Blonde. by Frank Ocean. Wow. Um, wow. Um, so just before we end favorite it. Favorite songs? Yeah. I am flipping back. Let's go to number one. I like Self Control and I like Nights. Um, really mm. good songs stellar songs and yeah mm. like them love them i also wrote nights for one of mine yeah i wrote also wrote uh pink and white oh yeah cl- it's a classic one and i also like ivy too yeah but yeah cute. okay any um, closing thoughts i i have nothing to add i think 50 minutes is we um is a lot we had discussed quite a lot um and you know always yappy yapping with us never ever shutting up i know uh, but to, this, to be fair this album really needed it because it's a lot of things we had to talk about yeah and we really thought we were going to say nothing about this album like coming here we were like i don't know what to say but there's a lot of things we could say yeah exactly um and yeah pretty much that wraps that's a wrap for frank ocean by blonde by frank ocean <laughs> um now we're going to go into what's going what our next album is going to be i'm not picking this album the friend's picking this album i i have been joking that she's going to do um eminem um also miss lauren hill she could also do that uh but I, it, it could and ariana grande which she's not going to do but we're here <laughs> yeah <now>. so ariana- <laughs> for, for the demographic do ariana grande for the trending do the ariana grande it's up to you though it's whatever you want uh so yeah i had picked this album i was like right i'm gonna do this album i wanted to do it for a while i'm just gonna pick it oh my god because new out because like new albums have been coming out and i'm like oh we should talk about this we should talk about this yeah but then i was like no like a new album's always gonna come out yeah we've so, got to do classics so let me just okay do something that i want but then ariana grande was like new album coming out march 8th and i was like oh, bloody hell might as well do it but then i was thinking i was like no oh. I'm not 
You're going to listen to it anyway. I, I, I and we I might am. discuss it in the future, probably. Um, but our, yeah, Ariana Grande released a new single thing. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, Mitch, shall I pick it? I don't know. And then Taylor Swift announced a new album. Oh and my I was God. like, oh, let me pick it. That's but the April one. That's the April one. Well, that will be May, the May episode. Yeah. But yeah, it comes out April. It's good. It's good. And it's I just thought, you know what? Let me just pick what I wanted to pick. Yeah, it's going to be Eminem. I was going back and forth on which album to pick, but I think it's I Eminem. picked the album. It's going to be Eminem. And it's Eminem. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. How did you know? I just know. I just know these things. I'm too good. I'm so good. Anyway, yeah. I've picked the Eminem show by Eminem. Oh, of course. Okay, that, that's not a bad one. What are you trying to say? Nothing. That's the one that, that's the, that's the one that you showed me. Is that you show, you show me all the time. It's the one with, that without me is on, which George loves. Oh, without I love me, without me. It's so good. Um, okay, so, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm here for that. Okay, so it came out when I was born, 2002, guys. Yeah, wow, so 21 year old album. Crazy. It's his. It's one of his classic, classic big three albums. So you have got the Slim Shady LP, you've got the Marshall Mathers LP, and you got the Eminem Show. Eminem Show is quite that will be underrated an hour and in half those film. three. Hour and so, half podcast, just saying. So, yeah, I'm excited. A lot of skits in there, um, really fun, like funny skits. Also a lot of deep shit that he discusses, obviously. So I'm excited to get into it because I think George has a very like preconceived idea of Eminem. Even Excuse me. Care, you do like Without Me. Yeah, but you also say a lot about him. So I do like know other stuff. Yeah, obviously. But I feel like I'm excited for you to get into the music because I think it's going to be good. Okay, I'm so. here for it. I'm he- I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um Oh, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, so that'll be next episode. So next episode, we'll be doing the Eminem show by Eminem. Liking the album as we speak, adding it to my library as we speak. Um, and yeah, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this uh, month's episode. If you have enjoyed, I want to leave, uh, uh, not leave. Um, I want to leave I wanna, a review. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> can leave a review. You can actually on Spotify. Um, you can do that if you And like. on YouTube. Go, yeah. go to our YouTube. <laughs> Honestly, hit us up. We're at the album Afterlife on every single platform. Um, so don't stress about that. And hit us on our TikTok and uh, Instagram. Instagram as well. We'll be posting a lot more. And the next time you'll probably hear from us is one of the Brits. It'll probably be the Brit episode. Yeah. March okay. 8th. Okay. Well, yeah, it will be the Brit so episode. So it'll be the Brit episode and then it'll be the Eminem show. Yeah. Um, and we will see you uh, in the next few weeks then. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. See you soon. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs>